there welcome back it's kathleen this is this insecure life and today i decided to go out with friends instead of recording this episode so it's pretty late <laughs> i hope you're all having a really rad time right now um it's one of these funny things that i've been thinking about the podcast a lot but i really fucking love doing this and i don't really know who is actually listening and who is not and I don't know it's been really good for me to talk and express myself and have a venue that is all mine and if you don't have that space oh I encourage you to find it just follow what you feel is right for you and that's my intro. This week, uh, we're going to be talking about FOMO. And so if you don't know what FOMO is, it is defined as the fear of missing out. And I fell victim to FOMO real hard for a good long time. Uh, and over the years, it's, hmm, it's changed. Uh, there was a time where I did not care if I was missing out, <laughs> missing out, um, in quotations there, if you didn't catch that with my intonation. And there was a time when that was my biggest fear. And it's not even that long ago, probably five, six years ago, I was in this state of constant fear of missing out. And if I'm honest, it probably ruined some really fantastic relationships and friendships that I had just based on the fact that if I wasn't being included, it felt like there was something wrong and there was something wrong with me. And why didn't these people who I loved and liked and wanted to be around, why didn't they want to be around me? And it was very hmm, me centered, which is the nature of who we are as humans, right? We don't necessarily mean to be selfish or inward focused so much, but it is how we're built and it makes sense in a lot of ways. Um, do I have any tangible reasons why I no longer really have the fear of missing out? I mean, it's still there and I'm not going to say there haven't been times in the last few months, even few weeks, even that I've been like, oh, I wish I was there, but it's a different feeling than it used to be. So if you've never heard of the term compersion, that is sort of the easiest way I can describe this new feeling. So uh, compersion is the feeling of joy uh, one has experienced someone else's joy. So if your friend is really happy and excited about something, you're really happy. That's compersion. It's used a lot um, in discussions about polyamory and open relationships, I guess, is the easiest way to sort of bring that into it. But in my experience, and, and learning the term has actually just been a really wonderful way for expressing that 
excitement, that joy, that happiness you feel for the people in your life who are also experiencing good things. And so that is that shift is what's really helped me to get out of my funk. And and if I'm honest, I think part of it is having people who want you around. <laughs> that sounds so silly. Uh, but having people who want you around, who invite you to things, who understand when you need to take a break so you don't feel like you're missing out and there's not sort of constant inside jokes occurring and constant references to the previous hangout or the previous, previous hangout, right? When everyone feels like they can come into a situation and know what's going on and feel welcomed and feel included and not because it feels like a chore to be included, right? Like I really hated in a lot of ways in elementary school when it was like you had to invite everyone to your birthday party. And here's the thing, and this is hypocritical, and I know that, but I was also a child, so let's give some leeway to my seven-year-old self. I didn't invite everyone to my birthday party. I didn't want everyone at my birthday party. I still don't want people at my birthday party, but that is a whole other reason, right? Uh, but I always was a little bit bummed when I wasn't invited to everyone else's birthday party. And that's not to say my friends right? That core group of friends that I invited, invited me back, but I still was annoyed when I wasn't invited to everyone in the classes party. And it's actually good to have those experiences, I think, as, as a child, because not necessarily the more you have them, but if you don't haven't experienced something, it's really hard to make that shift into Uh, empathy or sympathy or understanding or just learning and so I can now look back right hindsight's 2020 and recognize where I didn't have the ability to be excited for the people that I wanted to be around, which is kind of a bummer. And I can understand why they didn't want me around if, you know, if we're going to throw it back that way. And I also feel more settled in myself the last year, eight months, however long it's been. Um, it's, it's a growing steadiness. It's not constant. It's not all the time. And I don't think it will ever be all the time. But knowing I can opt in and I can opt out as I need, because I do need a lot of alone time. I do need a lot of downtime. But I also know how it feels to hang out with people and spend time with people who light up your life, right? Make you feel good whether you're saying something or not saying anything. Who support you and believe in you. And it is... 11-11 on the dot, so we're all going to make a wish. It doesn't matter if it's not 11-11 where you are. Let's do it together. This Insecure Life family, what, what? Make your wish. All right. <laughs> Sorry, it's my um, little routine I do, and now you know exactly when I'm recording this, so that's a joy. But I also have seen recently... 
Um, I guess I should say the reason I am talking about this on this episode is I just saw something on Instagram about um, FOMO and it was just, I think it was a definition of it and reasons why people feel it or someone saying they felt it or something. And I was like, that's actually a really good topic for me to discuss. I had some other ideas and know what's good about this. I can talk about it next week. (laughs) Um... But I like this because we're coming up to sort of that summer, that summertime feeling, right? Where you want to do everything all the time with everyone. And if you're not invited to everything, it can feel like a bummer. And I'm not saying it's not a bummer. It can be a bummer. If you want to be doing something, it's okay for you to want to be doing that. It's also really okay to take those steps back, have those nights in, enjoy time by yourself on a beach going for a walk, um, as you're doing these things, just always remember to be safe, please, and thank you. Let someone know maybe if you're going somewhere that's a little bit more secluded or you could potentially fall. This is why I don't hike by myself. Um, but that can be just as nourishing, having quality time with yourself as it is going out with people who make you feel good. Because we all have our energy limits. And as I like to call myself, I'm an extroverted introvert. And for a while, for a couple years, and even even in the last couple months with this, this journey I've been on, my introvert has come out more than I thought. But it's a different kind of introvert where I'm able to accept that I do just need the time and the energy space to recuperate which means that the time I spend with people becomes that much more flavorful and that much more exciting and that much more enriching but I also can see the other side of it because I've been there and it's scary to feel left out and it's upsetting to see photos posted thank you social media um that you are not a part of if you are having a bad day and you open your Instagram and your feed is four of your friends all hanging out the previous night that can sometimes be a punch in the gut and that's okay too it's not bad to have FOMO it's a matter of learning to recognize where it's coming from and adjusting from there If you are having it a lot, maybe it's a matter of you not facing what's going on in your life. I know that was part of it for me. I know part of it for me was not recognizing that sometimes you're just not invited to things, right? That's that's okay. Um, And it's funny because I feel like it's sort of a wave for me. It's this wave of like, I'm totally chill. I don't have any FOMO. And then it peaks at the top and I have extreme FOMO and then it comes back down uh like anything in life I'm I'm learning it's this funny it's this funny weird thing that happens where you're just in this wave pattern and that's okay I mean I your feelings are valid your feelings are valid the things that come up when you feel them the other emotions those sort of secondary emotions all tie back right so it's not it's not a bad thing to experience FOMO it's not 
I don't like prescribing positive and negative to emotions because emotions are just that. They're emotions. They are there to spur us into whatever action needs to happen, right? There's a reason we get really angry. There's a reason we get really sad. There's reasons we get really happy. And they can be as simple as I'm really happy and I'm going to hug this person beside me because I'm really happy that they're my friend. And you're building connection when you do that. And we can get really angry. And typically when I get really angry, that fire inside me that's maybe been flickering on and off ignites. And then I can actually take action to right the wrong that I'm upset about set some new boundaries, figure out what the next step is. And so if you're feeling FOMO, it's just an evaluation. It is, why why do I feel this way? What do I feel like I'm missing out on? Is this something that is a personal thing? Do I need to have a conversation? Um, When I broke up with my my ex-ex, we had the same friend group and it became really difficult because no one wanted to take sides. And so I was left out um, of parties or events, get togethers because they would invite both of us. And I knew if I said yes, that he would show up because that was who he was at the time. I can't speak on now, but that's, that's what he would do even if he didn't really necessarily want to or was excited about it. And I can say that because I know a lot of the things that we did as friend groups, he wasn't excited about, or at least he said he wasn't excited about um, when we were together. But he would show up and do that, do that so that A, he could either see me, even though he knew I didn't want to see him, or B, to make sure that I didn't show up. And... It sucked. That that sucked, I mean, for a lot of reasons, but there was a FOMO aspect of that. And, um, sorry, I got distracted. There was a Facebook notification and usually I turn my sound off, but hey, you guys can know I got a Facebook notification. Uh... I can understand why people edit out the ums. I'm saying them a lot tonight, which means I probably say them a lot all the time. And like, I'm sure I say like all the time, like crazy. But how I mitigated that situation, how I made that FOMO better for me was I sat my friends down and we had a conversation and I let it and it was, look, I love you. I love that you don't want to take sides. I love hanging out with you and spending time with you, but this is damaging to me. And so I'm going to instigate our hangouts going forward because if I instigate them, then he isn't invited. You don't have to feel bad about it. And you guys can still hang out and invite him. But if you're doing that, then I I don't want to know about it. I don't want to be invited. They were free to post our photos after we had that whole discussion. And It actually was really freeing to do that. And it took me out of the FOMO because I knew that the anxiety wasn't worth it. And I can say this because when I did that, (laughs) he just stopped hanging out with them. So uh, it became a mute point. But 
setting boundaries is a really good way, at least in my experience, to find find that compersion in in your friends spending time together or people you know spending time together and you not being there. I know this can happen not just with friends, family. I know it can happen in work situations, right? People go for after work drinks. You don't get invited. Why wasn't I invited? Sometimes it's a, the conversation happens in the spot, right? Someone makes the comment, it's a nice patio day. There's four other people there. They're like, oh, it is a great patio day. We should grab a drink. That's fine. Maybe two of those people invite someone else. But not everyone does. And it's usually not about you. It's usually not about us. It's usually not about me. It usually is just how the dice is rolled, right? It's how things come together. And so that's one side of it. And the other side is that I have also seen recently something shared called JOMO, um, which is the joy of missing out. I've already mentioned it. And sometimes it is nice. It is nice to know that I'm at home and I'm going to bed at a reasonable hour and I can be super stoked that my friends are having a great time, but I can also be happy that I'm able to spend two hours reading my book in peace and I'm waking up the next morning and I have a full day and I'm going to see them later, right? Like, flipping the script and recognizing where we actually want to be moment by moment and making those choices when we can make them. Sometimes we can't choose where we want to be. And sometimes we say yes to going out when we should say no because we want to do everything. We want to see everything. But then we have to bring in the self-care aspect and what is actually going to be best for you. What is going to make you feel best? And it's really okay if you have JOMO and coming home after work and sitting in your backyard, in your balcony, or grabbing a drink on a patio by yourself is what is going to make you feel most at peace, most calm, most ready to take on the world. And I say that in a positive way because... I think sometimes people can take on the world in not so positive ways. But it's it is really learning to know yourself and it's really doing this self-evaluation and asking the questions and being honest with the answers. Because a lot of the times it's not about the actual event you're missing out on. It's about the history. And that doesn't necessarily mean history with friends. It means your history. Have you been left out in the past and you're feeling those feelings again, right? It's that quote-unquote baggage we carry with us that never really goes away. And when I say it never really goes away, I mean it's a part of us. We can, I hate the term, get over it, right? We can move forward from it. We can change the story. We can change the narrative. We can do all these things, but that doesn't mean that sometimes those feelings don't come up because they're part of who we are and they're part of our lived experience and they're part of what has made the world what it is in this moment. And so 
it's that that constant questioning and I don't mean constant in like we're gonna sit here and every emotion I have I'm like oh my god why do I feel that what's going on and sometimes I do do that and I'm gonna be honest about that sometimes I spend a good 40 minutes trying to figure out why I feel one thing and also trying to let myself feel it because when we don't feel the things or we're shamed for feeling the things it makes it worse it hurts more it doesn't go away it just festers and so it's really fucking okay to feel FOMO when you're like damn I had really good friends for six years and this shit constantly happened and when it happens when you're 6 to 12, 12 to 16, you know, like when you're, it happens and you're not aware of what's going on and maybe you're not aware of like, oh shit, I never actually asked them to hang out, right? Like you're always awaiting the invitation. You're not taking some initiative. It can be really hard to flip that script in, <laughs> script, script in your head. It can be really hard to come out of it. And we're not always at fault. It's not always our fault that Sometimes we fall into crowds that don't nurture who we are. And it sucks. It sucks to be there. And it sucks to go through all of that. Know that everyone is going to feel this. Everyone is going to feel scared about the things they're missing and worried about what could be said about them. That's one of my biggest fears when I'm not in certain social situations. Are people talking about me because I'm not there? What is being said? How can I control that narrative? And the truth is I can't. And the truth is not everyone is going to like me and a whole lot of people don't. And their feelings about it are valid. You don't like me, that's valid. I am not a god and you're not a god. And even, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, spoiler alert, most gods are kind of crummy anyways. So why we think there's this pedestal that we need to be on that... Ah, that is the be-all and end-all. It doesn't make sense. It's not true and not everyone is going to like us. There are just some people we don't jive with and that's the truth. And so maybe you did start hanging out with those people and for whatever reason, I mean, there's people that like I have in my life or I've had in my life that I'm like, why are these people in my life? But they're there. And I'm sure I've been that person for other people. <laughs> and so it's a learning experience and it's an unlearning experience and it's a coming back to your truth experience. And <sighs> there's no right or wrong answer and there's no right or wrong feeling. And we just are going through this at our own pace and that's all you can ask. So if you feel FOMO, feel it, maybe try and understand it. 
Maybe the first time you feel it, that's too much. So you just breathe through it, let it go, do something you like in the meantime. And if you feel JOMO, embrace it, enjoy it, and also make sure you get that human interaction uh, when you can. Whether that is in an online chat, friend group, in person, hanging out with people you volunteer with, you know? It's always good to have community, and I think that is a universal truth. All right, I want to peace out. If you guys want to take off, take off. Remember, it's just life, and if you want to take a breath with me, let's take a breath together. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.